Welcome to Miss Job Time. Today we have the wonderful Sharon, and we're going to be talking about dating. So, Sharon, before we get started, why don't you introduce yourself to us, and what are you drinking today? Um, I literally just like poured myself a drink because I knew I was going to do this with you. Um, but it's blueberry lemonade with orange juice. It's like a weird drink choice. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I'm drinking, but um, my name is Sharon. Hi. Uh, I don't know. What should I say about myself? This is so, like, I'm like, should I go with where I went to school? Like, how we met? What do you... Yes, yes. And what okay. you're doing, where you're living. Yeah, okay. So, my name is Sharon. Um, I'm from Taiwan originally, but I moved to Bloomington, Indiana for school, like, four or five years ago. I just graduated with a public relations and marketing degree. Um, me and Amy met uh, through our internship in California like two summers ago, actually. Yep. Time has just like, it, you know, the past year has been weird, but we met two summers ago um, through our internship and we were sitting next to each other, but we immediately hit it off by talking about dating. Like that literally <laughs> was the topic. That was the topic that kind of brought us together because I was listening to, I think it was Call Her Daddy, if I'm wrong. I'm not yes, really sure. I, I that was. Yes. I remember our first conversation because I saw the dress you were wearing and I had, you had this like H&M polka dot one. And I had the same one, but just in plain brown. So I was like, oh my God, like, should I tell her that I know what she got her dress from? Or be like, hey, I love your dress. And I was like, hey, did you get that dress from H&M? She's like, yeah, I did. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Finally got that off my chest. And then you, I think you talked about like, oh, hey, do you listen to like Call Her Daddy? And I was like, oh yeah, I listened to it like a few times. And then I think we progressed from like, or our like real, like deep conversation started with like right. our Tinder dating stories. Right. And we were like both on Tinder at the time. So yeah. Because I was obsessed with the farmer boy. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, I yeah. think this, like, topic was, like, definitely meant for us because we've had, um, like, kind of, like, a roller coaster of experiences within dating. Like, I started, like, online dating back in 2017, which mm. feels, like, literally, I mean, I feel like this year does not count for me because right. I didn't do anything. So, it's, like, two and a half-ish years, but yeah so yeah let's dive in first how has your experience been with dating and if you were to describe it in three words what would be those three words um so my experience has been very interesting I was in a really long relationship like uh when I moved here for college I immediately got into a relationship that lasted for almost three years so like it was like a, I was a relationship person and then after dating for so long, I didn't really know, like, how I could get back out there again. And, like, mm -hmm. Tinder was obviously one of the things that people use a lot. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll like, use Tinder. And so um, I was on Tinder right after we broke up and been on it for, like, two more years. Like, kind of, like, on and off. Like, every time I'll delete, I'll, like, download Tinder and then after a little bit, I'll delete it. You know, everyone has a love-hate relationship with yes. Tinder. Yes. But um, I've, like, officially deleted it and, like, sworn off it maybe this, like, October, like, after, like, around Halloween, I would say. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, funny enough, like, right after Halloween, like, 
in the beginning of November, I met this guy that I've been, like, kind of dating right now. So, um, my dating experience has been, like, like a roller coaster ride, but if I could describe it in three words, um, I would say a lot of pain, but also a lot of funny stories. Like, pain, funny stories, and I would say friendships, just because not only have I been able to, like, make some of the guys that didn't end up, like, working out, my friends, like, I feel like because of my Tinder stories and my dating stories, I've gotten a lot closer with, like, friends like you or, like, a lot of my friends just around me because they would be like, oh, my God, tell me all the, like, exciting things that you're going through. And I'd be, like, tell people stories. Um, and everyone's just, like, so invested in my love life uh, that I, like, I, I hated the pain, yes, but I enjoyed the funny stories and I love how it brought me closer to a lot of my friends. So I feel like these three would be how I summarize my love life, I guess. You know? If I were to describe my dating experience, I think I would probably use those same words because, right, like just like you, it has been like a complete roller coaster of emotions, and like even when you do like get ghosted, I mean it definitely hurts. You know, even if you mm. weren't interested in that person, and I've made friends that I probably never would have, right, like ever. Yeah. Why do you think they do? Do you think it's just because of poor communication? Do you think it's because they're afraid to tell that person or like they don't know how to deal with that confrontation or do you think it's like something hidden you know under their feelings that they don't really want to like put out well like I, I was saying that I feel like there's the difference between like a mutual falling out and like ghosting like for me a mutual falling out would be like, sometimes, like, because we're talking to so many people, mm-hmm. right off the bat, we're, like, okay, there's no, like, chemistry, we have nothing in, co- like, common, or, like, there's no connection, so we just talk to each other less and less, and, like, one day, neither neither of us, like, really put, put in effort to continue, but right. I feel like ghosting would be, ghosting would be, like, if you, someone's, like, clearly trying, first of all, someone's clearly trying, and then the other person just kind of, like, using no response as a response like I feel like that would be like kind of annoying and I would consider that ghosting and then the second one which is the worst of all is that you've been talking continuously you know like maybe flirting a little you feel like it's going somewhere and then suddenly this person just dies in your life and it falls literally falls off the face of the earth like to me that's the epiphany of ghosting is that they were fine in your life and then the next morning you wake up and they just died like they not like physically but like they just died in your storyline like you're like wait where did you go like you were texting me yesterday but then I can't reach you today so like are you okay should I call you an ambulance like yeah um I feel like that would be how I would define it, but I don't know why people do it. Like, like I said, like, I feel like at some point in your life, everyone's done it. Yeah. Personally, I'm terrible at saying, like, speaking my mind in a way where I'm really bad at drawing my own boundaries. Like, right. it's very know. hard for, right, it's very hard for me to say no. It's very hard for me to be like, I don't really want to do that. So, like, at times, if I feel like, this person is being a little pushy I would be like you know what like I'm just gonna not respond but I've never I would have never ghosted someone if we've been like very consistent yep. 
and I just disappear. I've never done that. I have done the other one where like if the other person is like really trying hard and I just like I don't feel anything and I feel bad telling them that, you know, like maybe I'm not as interested. Right. I would just kind of like not respond. So yeah. I have done that. Um, so okay, let's go back because I feel like an entire episode could just be for like ghosting, but right. So for that hard ghosting. How was that experience and what did you do? Like, did you like notice like, okay, this guy like completely dropped off the place, face of the planet. What do I do? Do I text him and be like, hey, are you okay? Or like, hey, if you don't want to talk to me, like that's totally cool. Or like, how do you, how did you approach that situation? And what advice would you give to someone if they're like, you know, this guy just like ghosted me or this person just ghosted me. And I right. want to know why, like, just need that some type of closure to be like, okay, like we're not on the same page. Like that's totally cool. Shit hurts, but at least I can move on. So I'm not like thinking about those thoughts that we talked about earlier, you know? Right. I feel like I give everyone different advice based on like whatever stage they're, they are at, but the general rule that I apply to both myself and like everyone that I tell is that I will give one person three tries. So mm-hmm. For example, like we were just talking yesterday and then I texted you to mo- this morning and was like, hey, good morning. I, I don't see a response the whole day. I'll like wait it out a little like because like sometimes people just have busy days, you know, yep. and like maybe like by the night I feel like something's wrong. I might like send another one for like, how's your day been? Like, yep. is everything okay? No response. That's that's strike two. So I will leave that last one and maybe time it out a little better like a week later or something like that Mm -hmm. but like for me I will only allow myself to do three tries and like three tries and you still like don't want to talk to me that's it like if you want to come back and like explain yourself or like patch things up sure like that's for the future but I would never like I just because it like you said like it sucks and I feel like if you try multiple times and that person is giving you the same answer mm-hmm. like the not responding is an answer you know like clearly they don't want to speak to you so yeah. the the more the, the the more chances you give to that person you're just allowing yourself to be you know kind of embarrassed and like hurt and like you're also it's not about a power dynamic but also like to hear to like feel okay you want to know that you weren't completely acting like a dumbass you know I feel like in a relationship people always get really upset if they have been like cheated on lied lied to because they feel dumb and so I think the same goes with ghosting like if you've tried three times and that person is showing very clearly that they don't want to talk to you then I would just say like let it go like you know like and my experience is generally people who ghost you always come back yeah it just, it, I don't know what it is. They just, uh, one day they'll be walking on the street and they're like, hi, I wonder that girl that I ghosted two years ago, I wonder how she's doing. And they'll, dude, they'll they come back. Yeah, like people who ghost, like there, there's so many reasons. And sometimes they're really just, there's no reason. Like they're just shitty human beings that we're, we're never taught how to communicate properly. Yeah. And like, if you know, like, you know me very well and like, I am an overthinker. I like, go crazy if I don't know the why Me but too. I just I just kind of stopped because like I have there has been times where like sometimes they ghosted me and 
like at that time it was really hard but like when they finally eventually come around I kind of let it go already so if I feel like it I'll ask and I'll be like oh so like what happened and honestly most of the time they don't have a good reason they're just like oh you know like I don't know I just kind of stopped and you like that leaves me and also like a lot of times they come back not necessarily looking to really communicate with you again you know Mm -hmm. I get random snaps from like one or two guys that like go to me a while back and like it doesn't mean anything like they're not trying to build anything and I feel like very easily when you see that like snap or message or whatever if you still have feelings that lights up something in your heart where you're like oh my gosh like maybe right maybe he or she was spending the last nine months thinking about me and like you know he finally moved like built courage and like decided to commit and marry me no no I shit you not, it probably was because he was going, he or she was going through their phones, and they were like, oh, fuck, I haven't texted this person. Or it was just a mass snap, like, yeah. most of the time, one of those. Like, it's never really, like, I feel like if they wanted to, like, try, it would have been a much better first message to, like, yeah. reaching out and saying, like, hey, you know, like, I know what I did to you was not right, but I would like things to be different. That, I feel like, is susceptible. But if they're just, like, sending you a hi, what's up? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, and, you know, I think, like, the hardest part dealing with that is the fact that, like, you know, sometimes you, like, kind of build these people up in your head, like, a little too much. Like, oh, this person right. is so great, you know, because they, like, I don't know, they said good morning to me or whatever. And then when they ghost you and then they come back, you just, like, you forget about all of the shit that they made you feel when you felt like crap and you just think about like kind of quote-unquote like the good things that they did right and then it's like it gets you back to that like stage one where like they're super nice they're super interested and then you just like you just forget and you know that happens to me so many times I'm like oh my god like he he totally was like totally like thinking about me dwelling on like the perfect message to send me or whatever right and then I get into that zone to where I'm like Amy like he fucking ghosted you like did you not remember like do you not remember that but you know I just it's just so hard because like you said even when you ask a guy like straight up you know right was, and you have you know, like the issues, I they honestly don't have an answer and I'm like right why can't you just be an adult and be like hey we weren't on the same page hey I wasn't interested or hey you said something that kind of ticked me off and I was like hey I don't want to talk to you anymore like why is that so difficult especially because it's like people ghost not in person like they don't tell you in person like hey Sharon I don't want to talk to you anymore and I want to see other people whatever they just right. go straight to their fucking phone and be like yeah I'm not gonna text this person again you know so it's like it's not it is okay it is hard sometimes but like how hard is it to write a sentence like hey i'm not interested anymore hope you find what you're looking for two sentences like come on i think it's just because like i think no one teaches us how to say that and no one teaches how teaches us how to like take that you know because like i have heard 
people say that they're afraid to tell people that because they don't know how the other person would take it. Like I've had a guy who we went out like twice or so. And then I could tell that the way he was messaging me was a little different. So I was just like, Hey, you know, like if you, you're not interested anymore, you can just let me know. And I wouldn't bug you every day. Like I wouldn't be trying to text you funny stuff or like interesting things or sharing my day. If you're just going to say like two words, you're going to send me two word sentences or responses. And he was like, Oh yeah, well after the last day, I just felt like we'd vibe. And so I was like, okay, cool. Like now I know. Thank you. And I, I just, I stopped texting him, but I feel like, and he's, he's still, he's not on my snap and he looks at my stories or something like that. Like we never tried communicating again, but I feel like it could have gone very wrong if I was just like, how dare you like tell me that you don't like want to date me or like we didn't vibe. Like maybe that's some people's like fear that the other person wouldn't take it the right way. And I think again, that's like, because no one's, taught how to like communicate and then also take that properly like taking no is like such a thing that people don't learn how to do like that's why a lot of guys get really upset if girls turn them down on dates or like you know there's just communication is such an important thing and I wish people like taught it better but you brought something up that was really interesting and it was like really liking someone's quality and holding on to that and that's why when you're ghosted and they come back, you're like, oh my gosh, like, I'm in love again. Yes. And normally, I would, and you're my friend, you know this, like, I normally tell people, like, tell me three things right on top of your mind, what you like about this person. Because, like, usually, I've gotten shitty answers, man. Like, I've had friends who told me, like, oh, they remember the perfume that I wear. And I look at them, and like, you're three things and the first thing you tell me is that they remember the brand of perfume that you wear I would remember that if you told me that like there's just and and it's not a bad thing like again like these are two qualities everyone tells me like cute small things that their like crush does Mm -hmm. that's great but I would ask them in the end I'm like well you can only choose three qualities and other qualities are so trivial like it, there's nothing to build on you know it, it the, all these things are things that friends could do for you families could do for you or just someone that cares about you a little more like a little more care, like someone a little more caring could notice these things you know like it doesn't necessarily translate into a good relationship foundation and I I feel like that's why they only end up being crushes and you get ghosted because like you're so held on to the small things and then the small things only turn into big romantic paragraphs in your own head but they're not real because you know like and honestly I'm sorry to like say it out loud and I I'm a preacher but I have to do this for myself too I'm like yep. okay chill like you know the kiss on the forehead doesn't mean he's wanting to marry you and wake up next to you every morning it just yeah. maybe means that he used to do this to all, he's used to doing this to all the girls like what other qualities does, does this person have that matches what you're looking for in a long-term partner yep. ma- that's what makes a relationship but like kisses on the forehead remember your perfume watching the office with you i was, I was <laughs> just gonna bring that up oh my god I mean, I'm, I feel like everyone knows how dear The Office, you know, is to me. So, like, yeah. in all of the, like, dating apps that I've had, I've always put something on The Office. Right. And so, when I, like, start talking to a guy and he's, like, interested in The Office or he's, like, never watching, he's, like, into, like, oh, yeah, totally, totally different app. 
watch it i'm like oh my god like he's like willing to watch the office with me oh my god like literally you know after like you brought that up to me i was like how stupid was i how stupid <laughs> am i like the office okay it's a tv show and it like means so much to me but right. that quality like you said it's not gonna progress into like something more even if we were to do like netflix watch party whatever and we put on the office like i don't know if that other person's actually watching it. like what if he's just doing that just to like do it not because they want to I don't know, like learn something more about me. Right. And, and like, also like, like I feel like when part. Right. No, sorry. Like I was saying, like, when you do that, like sometimes you're missing out. Like, what if your husband, like, let's say I went to the future and I saw your husband and he actually hates the office, but he sits down every single night and watches the office with you. Exactly. Like to me, like that means so much more than a guy that sees that you like the office and was like, Oh yeah, like I kinda it's I don't hate it, so I'll watch it with you every once in a while. Like I don't know, like, these are small things that, like, yes, it could mean, like, I would love for you to be with someone that would watch The Office with you or share the same amount of passion that you like. But also, like, it's not a necessity, you know? It's like, you, you could have a really good relationship even, like, honestly, like, I could be you being with someone that, like, actually hates The Office and, like, you got, he makes fun of you for loving The Office so much, but he secretly yeah. knows everything about The Office because he watches with you because you put it on every night like if you told me that as a friend I would be like oh my gosh like I'm so happy for you like that's a great relationship and so I think it's so easy for us to miss like why a relationship would work and like why would it and like when we're so fascinated with the ones that ghosted us like it's usually the small things that they did for us that in our head it just kind of became this like you know nothing so I made this like internal like thing to where if I'm talking to a guy and I like can't tell my girlfriends about him I know it's a sign that I should not be talking to him at all because like you know when you're talking to your girlfriends like you're like oh this guy is so or this person is so great because of this this and this but then you also can try to include like oh, but he kind of, like, does this, and I don't know if, like, I'm down with that. And your friends kind of give you, like, a little bit more objective answer because you yourself have blinders on. Like, you're only going to see what you want to see, and you're not going to see, like, the outside perspective. But, like, your friends are, like, outside, right? So they're hearing information from you, and they can kind of, like, you know, logically, like, help you make a decision. So if I'm in a state where, like, this guy's so great and I think he's so great and I think my friends will think he's like kind of cool too then I'm like yeah definitely no if I'm ready to tell my friends about him like oh I'm talking to this guy that I know that this guy's like you know someone yeah. that I can like potentially go to like another level with but if you're I not think... ready to tell your friends then it should be a sign like maybe yeah for not. sure like I, I feel like that that's definitely true like if you if you're trying to tell someone about who you're dating and you're hesitant or you want to leave out certain parts like I think that's like your subconscious telling you that you know you're also a little iffy about that mm-hmm. and like on top mm-hmm. of that I will say I think I told you about this too like um something that I did for myself that I found really helpful was that like I said I'm really bad at boundary setting but I didn't know how important it was especially dating like I really sat down one night and like I kind of went through um all the things that I'm looking for like I gave myself 
like maybe like 10 qualities that I look for in a guy and that includes like um you know physical appearance personality uh their worldviews their their, va- their personal values their family values and all mm-hmm. of those things and I like gave myself a list of time and I told all my mm-hmm. friends that too like I, I told people what I was looking for and like a part of my friend who believes in manifesting to the universe was like, oh, you're manifesting to the universe, okay? I agree to that theory, but also, like, I feel like when I was doing that and telling my friends, like, in a way, it was holding myself accountable, you know? Like, if I brought a guy that didn't match a certain quality and I was, like, telling them about the dude, like, I, I trust my friends would be like, hey, like, I don't think this person actually matches this quality that you're looking for and like the reason I give yourself I I would say like give yourself 10 is that 10 qualities um that you know like covers all of those really important things but also like you're not you're not trying to find someone perfect perfection doesn't exist right but like when you give yourself 10 qualities you're essentially trying to understand what matters to yourself Mm -hmm. most and that's the most important thing in a relationship like a relationship is kind of both ways. So you can't just always be sad on the other person or trying to find good things about the other person. Right. It's more important to sit down and like, instead of being like, oh, does he or she like me? Like, it's more important to be like, okay, do I like this person? Yes. And like, yes. like, what are things that I like about this person that it like, it's just a bonus. Like, you know, watching The Office or like, remember, remembering certain things about me. Those are bonuses. But, like, what are some, like, fundamental qualities that probably wouldn't change as, like, time goes on? And, like, that's how you are able to be in a relationship, you know? And, like, I would, like, highly recommend people, like, if you've had dating experiences, like, oh, like you said, like, even casual dates, like, like, try to think about, like, what made you feel really good about certain people. And you can turn those into, like, fundamental qualities. I would say, like, know your love languages, knowing your partner's love language, and kind of, you know, be able to tell them what you need and, like, remind them if they're not giving that to you. And, like, communicating things are what relationships, like, what makes relationships work. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Because if you don't really know yourself, and you know learning knowing yourself is like a learning process like it's not like one day you're gonna know every little thing about you it's kind of like every day you discover like hey I actually don't like doing that because of this this and this or I actually do love that I love that fruit because you know whatever yeah but it's it's an everyday learning thing and it's really important to know yourself because if you don't know yourself you don't know what you're gonna want you don't know like what you're really looking for not even just like dating but like just from like life in general like from friends co-workers right. managers supervisors whatever like you won't really know what you need what you want and it's really important to be like you know sit down with yourself and just write about what you want make sure you feel your emotions like make sure like if you're sad be sad if you're upset be upset but also be able to communicate that too like if your partner or your friend said something that you didn't really like but be okay with yourself to tell them like hey I didn't like when you said that because you have to be really comfortable with showing your emotions feeling them Mm -hmm. and really really expressing them which is like really important even with dating too like you know I we had this conversation before too where it's like when you start talking to someone or you start dating you don't really show your true self so if like someone you know said something that bothered you you don't really say it you just like swallow it and just you know 
let you're like oh I'll just let it pass or I'll like let it go but sometimes it really does gnaw on you like two or three days later I'm like why did I let that go you know if it was someone else I probably wouldn't have so it's like really I'm the queen of that yeah like I and you know that like I don't eat or drink water or go to the bathroom in front of the guys that I'm dating like I'm literally I think I want to be the version of I don't know some doll maybe like literally a robot um and and the guy that I'm dating right now can ask for that like he's like you don't need to eat and I'm like <laughs> like no. what do you mean I'm like so not hungry um and like I would come home to my own apartment and like just order I don't know forty dollars of delivery I haven't eaten like three days I'm so hungry and it's so bad I swear I do it subconsciously like I don't try to be like I'm not I just like when I'm around people I naturally like tend to like want these things less like I don't really think about eating or drinking or like I don't know like I'm just my I'm such a person that focuses all my energy on the other person right mm-hmm. so like in my head like all my needs are like they're on the very bottom of the list and I think that's why my body does that like I'm only I'm constantly trying to see what the other person is feeling like if they're hungry if they need anything but like you said that's not healthy and like I've been realizing that I do that and so I've been trying to express my like needs more like it before I would be too embarrassed to say like oh like sometimes like guys that I date would be offering like oh do you want me to grab you a drink or like you know can I get you something and I'd be like no 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 like you know I don't need anything because I'm so scared when people are nice to me like that's another fear I have like I want to be the one that's always giving yeah um and I'm so scared of pain but that's not how relationships work like relationship is about you know give and takes and so it's also important that they feel like they're giving and sometimes when I do that too much like I end up like a mom like and I end up babying them which for a lot of guys that's not what they necessarily need right yeah. and like yeah. like you said like talking to my friends helps because I would tell my friends that they're like it kind of sucks that you don't let your personality show with the guys you're dating like I also get a lot dumb, a lot dumber when I am around guys I like yep. like I was really into the bartender guy and he was like oh how was your day and I was like oh my god good he was like oh what did you do I literally I stuttered for 10 minutes and I was like I took a nap <laughs> right like I was just like in my head I was like Sharon you're so embarrassing like you thought for 10 minutes and all you could say was take a nap like you didn't go to school you didn't work you just took a nap and like I swear, like, they happen subconsciously, but I just wish I felt more comfortable doing that. And, like, that goes with practice. Like, I will slowly push myself to try to say things that I need to say. That even though they feel extremely uncomfortable, I force myself to do it. And, like, it it just, like, again, it goes with the pain. Because, like, I've done that and just kind of spoke my mind and the results of doing that sucked you know like I like confessed my love to someone and they just ended up being like too overwhelmed or something and then immediately after that I'm like I'm never fucking doing this again like I'm going back to not ever showing my emotions and then and then you date another few guys and then you're like okay that's really unhealthy and so I don't know like I feel like the cycle just kind of goes on and on and then you'll meet people who are right for you like Before we wrap up, what do you think are some of the key takeaways from our conversation on dating? Well, I feel like it just summed it up. Um, 
not intentionally. Um, so again, like I feel like to know yourself, like that's such an important thing. Like before dating, sit down, you know, learn your love languages, know what you want, know what you're looking for, and it's okay if you're not ready for dating yet. You know, like if you just want to meet people, I think it's okay to tell people that. You know, like say on a Tinder profile to be like, hey, I'm not looking to date. Mm-hmm. I just want to meet, like, meet different people and put myself out there and see what, you know, people are like because I mm-hmm. haven't experienced that or something like that. Like, I don't know. Like, knowing yourself and knowing what you want. And then after you know yourself, being able to express that properly to people yep. and not just expressing it. Like, if you get to the point where you're telling people what you want, like, also be good at taking it, you know? Like, it goes both ways. Like, you can't just demand what you want to people and when people tell you what they want you could just go fuck you like i'm not gonna do that that's not how communication works guys. Like, in the face. right no like yeah that's not how communication works right like if you are able to know what you want and you are expressing it then also be a good listener and let people tell you what they need and try to do that for other people too and then the last part is just you know again like I would strongly recommend people to over communicate because I feel like from from my own personal experience like whenever I over like tell people all my insecurities and even though like my brain goes like crazy and I'm an overthinker like when I lay out all the things that I've been afraid or I've been thinking mm-hmm. people are like oh my gosh like that was what I was thinking too like you know and, like, it's just such a big relief. Like, sometimes there's no solution. It's just, like, knowing that you're not crazy. Knowing that your insecurities, someone else understands or even shares it. So, mm-hmm. again, like, over-communicate because people are busy. There's a lot of information. Yeah. So, just, you know, be able to know yourself, express that, and then tell people that. And if you feel like you're getting ghosted three times, like, over-communicate up to, up to three times and that's it. Because that's a different scenario. Like, if you're telling them how you feel, you're expressing your feelings, and they feel a response, then the last message, just leave it as your own closure. Like, I usually, like, hit them up, asking what they need, tell them what I need. I'm like, hey, like, you know, like, I feel like you haven't been telling me stuff, like, do you still want to be talking? Because if not, then I would rather know. And if they still don't do anything, then the last message I would send would be, you know, like, hey like I'm really sorry it, it, it has to end like this but I really appreciate all the things that we've been through like and just kind of like wrap it up mm-hmm. so three times if you're being ghosted with the over communicating part that would be my takeaway for the dating thing yes yes and um another thing with like communication communication is a two-way street so yes and so are relationships you it's kind of like give and take but more not necessarily give and take, but it's all it's all about reciprocation. Like, right. you know, especially with like love languages and the qualities. Like, if you're looking for X Y Z, and the person you're dating or in a relationship is giving you A B C, then it's just not going to be a good match. Especially in the the long call, it goes hand in hand with like knowing yourself, know yeah. what you want, know what you're getting into yeah. because dating is fucking tough. Like the three words, funny stories pain and friendships i think that was (laughs) that was the last one right pain is fucking real that shit fucking hurts and it fucks up your self-confidence and your self-esteem and you have to kind of work backward backwards to like build yourself up again to put yourself out there because 
sometimes you got to be vulnerable. And if you can't be vulnerable mm-hmm. with yourself, you can't do it with other people. Okay? Yeah, no, that's so true. Yeah. And don't ghost. Like, honestly, learn how to communicate. Yeah. Communication is key. Have those tough conversations with yourself, with your friends, and with a person that you're not interested in anymore. Because we're all adults here, and we can have tough conversations in school and work, but why can't we have it with relationships? Yes. And I feel like a maybe pro tip, like, I feel like if you feel like you are kind of bad at, like, communication, ask your friends. Like, yeah. I would ask my friends, like, what are some qualities that you like about me and you hate about me? And, like, those questions, like, if you're putting your stuff out there, like, they might say some shitty things that you do that you're like, oh, fuck, like, I didn't know I'd do that. Like, yeah. thank you. I don't know if we're, I don't know if we're friends anymore, but, like, but that's the thing. Like, you're putting your stuff out there and you're hearing hard answers and you're also getting to reevaluate yourself right you know you get to hear good things about you that you do and then things that you need to improve on mm-hmm. so ask people that are close to you about these things or like I don't know just try to challenge yourself with like real questions instead of just going on about your day thinking about you know what's for dinner or like what's on my to-do list maybe mm-hmm. like take an hour before bed every night and be like think of some real questions I guess like I would say like would really help you understand yourself and communicate because then the next time someone is not giving you something that you need or you know it's not what you're looking for you're more likely to be able to say those things to that person because you've had conversations with other people that were not as comfortable so yep 